0: The Pro Wrestling Ball.
1: 35 short stories including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim, Tim Storm. Storm. Along with 300 photos from the, the independent scene. scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com Russellville. or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille. It's, it's where wrestling, wrestling lives.
0: Are you a fan of pro wrestling? comedy, and combat sports, then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much, much more. Do
2: you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the Five Three One, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold
3: of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working fans podcast. We put in the work, so you don't have to.
0: All right, everybody, it's the Working Fans podcast, wrestling podcast. I think we're like episode one twenty-four. Man, Oof. we are uh, putting in. That- yeah. That's because
2: we. That's why. That's because we put in the work, so you don't have to.
0: We hit him with it at the end. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> uh... Top five storylines of the year.
2: This was not an easy one.
0: No, well, yeah, I think we we, we both know who we probably thinks gonna be the winner, but it's interesting because I was just saying, like, for me and you personally, I don't think of like I like storylines. Obviously, wrestling's all about story, but I don't really think about storylines in a moment. I think about like the.
2: Feuds and the and the culmination and yeah well, storyline and feud to me is the same thing.
0: Storyline and feud is kind of the same thing, right? So I guess I just don't think about it in terms of like storyline.
2: I think we don't think think about about it as storylines. We don't think about it as storylines because we don't think of it as a soap opera. We we think of it more as the actual action. It's real, goddamn. Yeah, what culminates to it. It's still (laughs) real to
0: me. Oh, I love it. So real. I, you know like but yeah. when
2: you're in the moment you don't think about the fact that there's literally people in the back that are drawing up these storyboards and are coming up with these storylines ahead of time
0: sure so, and i mean the wrestlers obviously well, at least definitely in other places probably pitch in for the most part and stuff yeah
2: too. as long as you're not in the wwe you, you, yeah. you definitely get to pitch in for the most part
0: yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i mean I bet your roman probably has some say yeah
2: no if fun. you're you, once you get to we both know that once you get to a certain level you get to pitch in you know, yeah, but, but but there there are certain levels where you just want to keep your mouth shut and do what they tell you to. I'm
0: gonna read my list to start off. Sure, I got Hangman chasing after the belt. Really? Um, yeah, i us just gonna start off with it. Way,
2: way to way to bring the big one out first.
0: I got Punk returns. Yeah, and um, so I, I figured you know, and it, it was kind of a storyline because uh, they like I, I couldn't call it just a return, but. They hinted at it, they, you know. We had Darby come out. I want to wrestle the best. Sure. In the world and- If
2: that's a storyline, that might actually deserve to be the winner. That's-
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that. Omega belt collector. <laughs> I saw somebody had this too, and I, I stole this one. But I kind of like it. I mean, because I never like anyone going around and chasing belts in different companies was always kind of a dream
2: of mine. Sure.
0: And this one, I, I'll just tell you right now. I'm gonna read this list coming up, but Jesse from New Hampshire. I stole this from you. Cardona, Deathmatch King, and I thought to myself, the guy did a really good job of not only reinventing himself but getting GCW hot in the process. If
2: I if I had told you three years ago Zach Ryder yeah. is going to become the Deathmatch King, you would have thought I was absolutely insane.
0: Oh yeah, it makes no sense. Actually, it's funny because. I just watched Impact last night, and they had a main event match. It was him and William Morrissey, formerly Big Cass, and like a DQ finish. But in the end, so of- now he
2: sounds like he's the head of like a modeling agency. Yeah, Welcome Aaron's to the cigarette. William Morrissey Agency.
0: First cigarette company, maybe. I yeah, don't know. sure. But you know, like he he ends up Morrissey and Moose end up fighting, and then he ends up after Moose is out, he knocks Morrissey out in the ring, and they close. The closing segment is Matt Cardona with the Impact holding up hands. Now, I don't know. I don't think Matt's going to win it. I don't think. I think they're setting up Josh out. Well, that's not
2: the only person that he actually attacked with a
0: belt this week. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so, take that.
2: Talk, talk about a belt collector. And then earlier,
0: like, you know, this week, as we were recording this, he interfered at NWA hard times. And he ended up picking up that belt, too. He didn't win it, but he literally picked it up
2: but he literally could be in line to go after the impact nwa gcw have all three of those belts
0: it would be if he did that that would be an amazing the belt
2: collector screw I mean, you kenny omega <laughs> chelsea green that's a hell of a belt
0: he's he's doing all right for himself <laughs> actually i saw something oh man ms challenged edge at day one and Sardona was on social media and he said, so I guess Miz is going to skip my marriage or my ceremony or wedding. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it must be on the same day he's getting married. And just like, I got plans, son. <laughs> in, fairness
2: uh, to, in fairness to Miz, I don't think he booked himself into the match.
0: Probably not. <laughs> and I, I thought this one from Jesse too, although I probably actually would have put this on myself. The whole bloodline thing with Roman, sure. Usu, Paul, it's probably the best thing going in WWE right
2: yeah, now. It's a good storyline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, again, probably the best thing going in WWE right now. There are other stuff too, but I mean. You
2: know. I like Roman. The storyline's been a little inconsistent with the way the cousins argue, didn't argue, who's to blame for what, who's doing what. The, the bloodline itself storyline is a little. To I, me, I know what
0: you mean. Like there are points where Roman's beating them up. And yeah. like, where are we going with this? But then we don't go anywhere with this. They're all yeah. falling in line. But I guess that's yeah.
2: the storyline. <laughs> I guess that's the storyline. You have a
0: problem with that. When other to, rest- to,
2: to me, it's a better storyline of what the hell is Paul Heyman's relationship still with Brock? How does that actually play out? What is going on here? He stabbed Brock Lesnar in the back. That well- doesn't seem like a smart thing to do.
0: Let's go out of order then. Let's go with your fo- top five next too. So for
2: my top five, my number one was Dragonoff versus Walter. Dragunov actually fighting for the belt really, to me, it was very similar to what they did in AEW with Hangman Page and Omega. You had Walter, who was the champion for, what, 500 and something days. Yep. And then you, he's being chased by the undersized underdog, Illy Dragunov, and Dragunov ends up pulling it off. To me, that's one of the storylines of the year. I really enjoyed that, and I enjoyed the payoff on it, so that was fantastic. Another great storyline for me from NXT was actually Cameron Grimes and LA Knight. Oh, sure. I I, I enjoyed that, bringing in Ted DiBiase, the money, the aspects of it. I thought it was well done, well played out. That was very good. I'm actually going to go back to NXT for another storyline. I think the storyline that they've done off and on for the last year Between Raquel Gonzalez and her former partner, Dakota Kai, and them being a team, and then not being a team, the split up, the storyline, I thought it was all well done. I think that Dakota Kai has done a great job of transforming herself through that storyline, and I think that that was really well done. I am going to go to AEW. You got to have Hangman Page on there, obviously, chasing Kenny Omega, Mm -hmm. overcoming his own personal demons. It's a great storyline. Very well done. I like the whole thing about it. And then believe it or not, one of my most recent ones is also going to be from AEW. And I think that this was very well done. Chris Jericho and his group versus America's top team. I've enjoyed that storyline. I like the way that it was done, how they spread it out over a little bit of time and how everything came together. So those are my five.
0: It's interesting. Uh, if you pick. I Bradley. think I went
2: with some more obscure ones than some people are going to go with. You so.
0: went with off and Walter. After, I love that storyline. I just watched the latest episode of NXT UK today, and that episode. Was where Mustache Mountain won the tag belts. Yeah. you had actually texted me. I, I know I it. sent you a
2: text. It's- <laughs> yeah, but that's all right because
0: it actually made me want to see it. Like I might, yeah. I see you can. I like, but I, I watch it whenever. It's
2: one of those ones where you might miss a week, so I sent right. you that so that you would yeah. definitely not miss the.
0: And the reason why I brought it up is because. But I didn't
2: spoil my favorite thing from that show, and you're well, probably about to talk about it.
0: Maybe because you talked about Dragon off, and now we're setting up a storyline with him versus the Irish Ace Jordan Devlin. And I love both these guys. I love both these guys too. And they're, Devlin is so fantastic. And- uh, he
2: almost made my list. That storyline that he had last year with having to overcome lo- losing his Cruiserweight title and then having to try to come back and fight for it and then to end up losing it again. That was a storyline I considered just because of how much I like Jordan Devlin.
0: This is, by the way, sidebar, this is a great show, NXT UK. Oh, absolutely. It reminded me of just the old NXT when it was an hour on the network. Like, that little story they, they showed, her name is Armel, it was like the French angel, and it's about okay. hope. And they give this whole background how she didn't make it in the WWE before, and she got cut in a trial in Germany. She kept trying. She's we got actual tears in her eyes, yeah. and, you know, like, and we're watching this and they're also like I said, we're set up the Jordan Del Delvin- Devlin Devlin Dragonoff match. We had Mustache Mountain win the tag titles, which power of bait is now the triple crown of that. Like, yeah heritage cop he's had the world title not
2: only that but if if you haven't checked out a lot of nxt uk go back and look at what kaylee ray did before coming to regular nxt she was another one who was a champion for over 500 days over there as the women's champion the matches that she has with ginny and p and with piper and freaking it's just absolutely fantastic matches and I, i'm sorry i shouldn't call her piper niven Dewdrop, dewdrop <laughs> sorry with dewdrop for but for those of us that watch nxt uk piper niven was fantastic talent over there and checking out
0: please yeah yeah, that's yeah, good stuff yeah really good show I, it was interesting to me because like pete pete tyler uh-huh. Bate and trent seven were actually they were nxt tag champions yeah. but that was the first time they actually won the nxt uk belts they actually made you wait this whole time which I don't know. It made it really seem more important. There's a storyline cooking here too with Trent Seven, where he obviously had self doubt going in. He won the belt, and I still feel like they're actually setting seeds for eventually Trent Seven is going to retire. I think and have a fight. I think life.
2: he's going to retire, and I think when he retires, it's they'll it'll give Tyler Bates has been so over as a baby face. Imagine if he turns heel on Trent Seven, actually on his retirement. So how how what that would do for Tyler Bates as a heel.
0: Tower Bate, so <laughs> we're getting away from the subject completely, but that's all right. We'll go we'll get back to it. Tower Bate, I want to ask you about this. So he's such a great talent. Will he ever get the push? In the states, if he came over and mentioned it,
2: unfortunately, I think he would get screwed over just like Pete Dunn's been screwed over. Pete Dunn is a main event talent and could be a main event talent at any time and on the WWE on the SmackDown, Raw, wherever you want to put him. He's another one who I hope that at some point his contract runs out, so maybe he'll get a shot somewhere. But I think that unfortunately, Tyler Bates would get the same treatment. He might have a little better of a chance just because he's got kind of a power lifter's physique, his size. So maybe he would get a little bit more of a chance. If somebody um,
0: showed Vince him actually lifting up Walter with like the one hand, <laughs> up, I think, you know, Vince would probably the, would really love this kid. The, the
2: The problem is, is there's only so much room for little guys with power on the roster. And we've already got one who's an Olympic gold medalist there. So yeah. it might be hard to. <laughs>
0: they don't even seem to give a shit about Chad Gable. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. I, I don't even think Vince knows Chad's still on the roster or he might, he might get caught.
0: I got Jesse from New Hampshire's list. Let's get back on track here. He's got Cardona, Deathmatch King. Again, that's a good one. He had the range button line. I also stole that. But he also has CM Punk's return. We had that the same, but that was actually out on purpose. Punk versus MJF, which is great. It's just such
2: a new storyline. I didn't want to include it in there. It is a good storyline. It is in this year, but I think that it's going to carry more into next year.
0: And then he's got Danielson's American Dragon Return. Also very good, too. I like
2: that. It's just, to me, if you're going to go with a storyline with Danielson, the way he's working his way and beating the shit out of the Dark Order and the way he's turned heel, to me, is a bit better storyline than his entrance. Huh, I
0: have no problem with it. Yeah, I really do enjoy his heel turn right now, everything he's doing. Oh, um,
2: I love his heel turn. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. only thing that I regret is he hasn't had a chance to stop a hole in Anna J. She seems to really want to get in there and actually mix it up. I kind of.
0: <laughs> I mean... I tell me that tell me that
2: would not take him over the top as a heel. It's if funny he just, I
0: said I wouldn't be mad. Like I'm agreeing with you. That's not what I'm about to say. I'm no selling you. But I I wouldn't be mad if Danielson won the world title. He will eventually. Yeah, but I mean, like, even now, like it wouldn't bother me as much. Like, I like Hangman, but I don't know. Yeah, but how
2: many storylines does Hangman have? I don't you know what I hope currently, how many storylines does Hangman have?
0: Right. I don't know. I don't know. now
2: now now here's the big money draw and here's something that could happen cm punk has said now that he's interested in going after the title danielson beats cowboy and then by cheating obviously the whole crowd's gonna be even more pissed off at him because everybody wants cowboy to be the champion so he he gets beat and now you've got cm punk overcome mjf and it's freaking cm punk versus freaking uh danielson Uh but not only that yeah no against danielson and now you've got babyface CM Punk versus heel Brian Danielson in a mic war. That, that's absolutely insane. I would like to point out something on the last show. And I know this is off topic. Hey, right, MJF.
0: Because we are going to be a little behind by this. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. A- a- MJF. Well, yeah. When, this is going to obviously drop at a different time. But MJF, when they were in Long Island, he definitely planted some seeds and showed what the crowd reaction could be like if he turned babyface. Oh, sure. And he could definitely, at some point, turn babyface because he's that good of a heel.
0: Right. right. A really but, over a heel makes a great babyface.
2: Yeah. And the way he played the crowd was, should I go back? Shouldn't I go back? Should I? That was absolutely phenomenal. That's, uh, but we're way off topic now.
0: All right. Let's go. Oh, actually, why don't you read me a list? Who do you have here?
2: Oh, hold on. I forgot that you sent me lists.
0: <laughs> I sent you two of them. Working off the cut. gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I've,
2: I've got Mrs. St. John's baby boy, and he's got Hangman finally beating Omega. Uh, he's got Omega, the belt collector. Edge versus Rollins, which is one that almost made my list. But I got tired of the feud, to be honest with you, and that's why I didn't make my list. MJF and Jericho, Labor of Jericho. I thought that was well done. That's a good one. Biggie winning with the money in the bank, winning it, and then ended up cashing it in. Another good storyline. A lot of those came close to my list, but just didn't make it.
0: All right, I'm going to give you Randy Osga's list. Randy and Friend, actually. I'll give you both to his list. Randy brought a friend. Too. Hey, I'll start off with Anthony LaTera's list, too. He's got CM Punk coming back to Chicago. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. So it's very specific on that one. MJF and CM Punk. Adam Cole's debut in AEW. Brian Daniels. So this one is more of just a match to me. Brian Danielson versus Omega. But, I mean, there was a little bit there. Then I'll go to Randy Smith. Randy's got The Forbidden Door which isn't a bad one. I didn't think about that, you know. Ring of Honor Wrestling going out of business. That's shoot, brother. CM Punk making his return after seven years. WWE recently seen so many wrestlers this year. Eh. And Matt Cardona with GCW, which I would think will qualify under the Deathmatch King. Like, guess he's talking. So,
2: Speaking of returns this week, AEW, and once again, we don't record this in order, so this is going to be a little bit past that, but the return of Trent to the best friends this week, and how awesome did was that, and how great did he look?
0: Look great! I didn't even say this, but he reminded me a little bit of Moxley with the look there. I had to show he did. He's
2: he's trimmed down a little bit. I think the back surgery that he had because he ended up having back surgery ended up causing him to trim down quite a bit and obviously cut his hair. And I thought he looked phenomenal.
0: I'll tell you a story though. You might not have picked up on. I watched a interview they had the best friends do with Barstool <clears throat> Barstool Sports, and it was the day of the show in New York, and it had Trent Chuck. And Orange Cassidy and Trent had long hair. This was the day of, he had long hair, and he was talking about, you know, I'm not sure when I'm coming back because of my neck and everything. And he came back that night. So when I watched that, and I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, good for wow. you. Well,
2: wow. he came back that night and got a haircut.
0: You did? Oh, yeah. So I was wow. Yeah. I was, Dude,
2: yeah. that a good job playing the world. Jeez. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I had said, when Randy said Ring of Honor wrestling going out of business, that's a shoot. Also, WWE releasing so many wrestlers of the year. That's also a shoot. Yeah. Why don't you go to Jake's list right now? Because I, I actually... oh, There's a shoot on there. Yeah, I,
2: I've, been, I've been waiting for this one. Here's the shoot for you. Kenny Omega is the belt collector. No, that's not it. Kenny Omega, the belt collector, is one of his. He's got the return of the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, or whatever you want to call him, and the ensuing head's getting fucking kicked in. CM Punk's return. Hey man, page working towards the aew title and here's the shoot brother vince mcmahon being completely out of touch with reality and continuing to ruin great talent
0: yeah yeah i mean that
2: might be the storyline of the year
0: it is interesting right I I, i'm off.
2: sad i'm sad i didn't put that on my list i want to matter of fact for that one jake you are now mrs st john's favorite baby boy congratulations <laughs> you've overcome
0: uh, we we have one more list to get to, so I'm gonna read this and then we'll, we'll start talking. If about this them. person's
2: got a better one, I'm not making them over Jake for Mrs. St. John's. No, baby but J-P.
0: Mike Flynn, who oh, well, uh, he is
2: part of their family,
0: dude. He was running around in Cali all day and he had uh, somebody who's uh, a runner of his coaches, I guess, and uh, in San Diego, so he was in California all day and he hit us with a list still. Just and I got this list. Last wow,
2: way to, way to tell everybody where Mike is. What if they were looking for him?
0: What if he was? Recording. What if he was
2: in witness protection, and now you've the given it up?
0: recording. He'll be back to somewhere else. So. Oh,
2: thank God! Woo.
0: but uh, I'm just yeah.
2: watching out for you, Flynn.
0: He's got the Hangman Page storyline, the Bloodline storyline, Inner Circle versus Pinnacle, and not a lot loved it. But oh, oh, he said not a lot, but Edge and Orton. So he enjoyed the Edge Orton storyline, and Walter Dragonoff, much like you, he had that Good in there call. as well
2: now he although he liked the inner circle versus the pinnacle better than versus america's top team i actually enjoyed the america's top team better i thought the pinnacle one dragged dragged down a little bit Dan lambert
0: really made that whole. i thing. thought
2: dan lambert made it and when they told me dan's gonna be back in a couple weeks this week i was like hell yeah dan's gonna be That's back so in a
0: great. like he's just somebody who just loves <laughs> wrestling he plays this heel he, he knows how to make an ass out of himself when he has to you know, yeah, I was beat.
2: excited. I was like, yeah, Lambert's coming back.
0: Yeah. He's, to <laughs> me, like he's a combination of like Bobby Heenan and maybe like a hate not saying he's on that level, but like he'll cut. Would you like serious shoot almost like cut you down? But then he'll also make an ass out of himself, too. It's like, I-
2: oh, absolutely. It's it's fantastic. I also enjoyed that the two of them actually pointed out. They're like, oh, of course, Cody Rhodes is going to get the shot for the TNT title. Why would we get it?
0: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some, yeah. so I think, without really even doing a tally this week, I think we know. I think the top three to me is going to be Hangman Page is going to be in there. I think CM Punk returning to Chicago made a few lists here, and uh, I will. You see, maybe you disagree. I'm gonna, and the other one I thought was Omega Belt Collector was in here a few times. So
2: I actually think that, believe it or not, Matt Cordona and the GCW title made more lists than CM Punk did. I could be wrong, but I think I think he actually did the job here to. Matt Cordona. Yeah,
0: I definitely didn't do the job. The No,
2: no, GCW and that Deathmatch Championship, that made a lot of lists.
0: Okay, so you want to put that on there? You want to keep Kenny as the belt collector?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I think did it's, for one.
0: You I did, a well, one, I, mean, one? It, a too.
2: I mean, if you're going to do that, you could do Punk instead of the belt collector, but I thought the top three were actually the two Kenny Omegas with one with Hangman Page and then GCW.
0: Okay, so Kenny as the belt collector and his feud with Hangman and then
2: Oh. cw yeah death man right. death championship i thought the death match had more than the belt collector did to be honest with you i, I could be it. wrong when we count it up but
0: i mean what's us uh, talk about it. we're not gonna count it up we're, we're just gonna do we're
2: not doing that. i, I can not tell everything. you that even though it didn't get as many votes vince mcmahon being completely out of touch with reality and continuing to ruin great talent might be the storyline of the year
0: I'll tell you what. Something <laughs> we're gonna be doing in the future. I don't think you even know this, but me and Joe. Breaking
2: news, folks! Breaking news.
0: Me and Joe have been talking, and since we've been running, you know, through a lot of five three ones, and we've been doing them for like a little over two years now. This year coming, we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna have a week where we profile a territory, a week where we profile a wrestler, and then there's a couple other weeks we're gonna do some other stuff too. But profiling a wrestler, I was thinking about. It. I don't. I I seen Joe had some ideas. I can't remember if this guy was this, but I feel like matt cardona at this point i almost wanted like what an interesting guy like the oh,
2: absolutely won, the man defeated
0: like, the man head heads then become in like he
2: defeated cancer as a child
0: i forgot about that he Yeah, had cancer
2: that. as a child i hmm. had a make a, i think it was a make-a-wish child for christ's sakes and then he actually ended up living his lifelong dream of making the wwe which ended up being a nightmare and then <laughs> 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 made a think about all he did with the like uh, the storyline what was it long island freaking iced tea or whatever he was there the 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 the, he was one of the first youtubers
0: yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. social media
2: he was one of the first people to really use that he made a huge name for himself to a point where the wwe couldn't ignore it and then they got pissed off and just didn't use him anyways
0: okay i just want to i want to clarify this story because i want to make sure Mm -hmm. i'm Yeah. so it doesn't say anything about make a wish but it does no, say I,
2: I didn't think he was actually a make a wish
0: but it said while in high school he overcame a form of cancer that had started in his foot and spread to his lungs he was forced to i
2: mean do you know how much can how far cancer has to go to get from your foot to your lungs
0: he was forced to miss your school uh so, so that's
2: um, that's pretty serious
0: yeah which report zach right talks about his battle of cancer okay So, yeah, it's in a few things here. So, that, yeah, I mean, it's a, the guy's a hell of a like comeback story. Like you said too, like he really got over fan base and really kind of made WWE get a bad look because they did give him the U.S. title, but then they never completely pushed him. They would only go so Ah. far. Yeah.
2: They even gave him, what's her name there? The one who ended up marrying one of the Gracie's.
0: Oh, Eve.
2: Yeah, they gave him Eve Torres there for a little while as a a sidekick. And then and then com- and, that, and then completely had her turn on him and yeah. jog him
0: out to gain. Kicked him in the nuts, I think. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: That's um, a the WWE does not care what fans think. Yeah.
0: I think they even wanted to run a segment with him after he was already cut with Chelsea Green. They him if it was already right, they could use his house for his pool. Yeah. He was a little pissed off about that too.
2: They're like, We want to do a segment with Chelsea Green. Do you mind if we use your pool for it?
0: Right. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> we
2: we know we just cut you. Yeah. But but it seems, yeah. seems right
0: so i'll tell you what just saw that cardona i'll even put him over the bell collector we'll put him at a number two i can't wait till we talk about him at some point low in depth however to me the hangman page storyline it's not always this a storyline this year this thing has been going on since the inception of aew like this whole battle with his self-esteem and it's such a tricky thing well part kind of maneuver because if you don't do this right He can look like he's a wimp and nobody's going to like him, but he did it in a way where he walked that line where he was still winning matches, but it would just, he would lose the big one, but he was so close.
2: Yeah. If you, if you did it wrong, it just ends up looking like Brian Myers.
0: (laughs) That's not necessary. Although I don't know if we're going to be doing anything on Brian Myers, but maybe we will.
2: <laughs> so I think here's something we should think about doing for the for the end of this. I think that overall we're very positive. We're very positive. I think you can agree with that. Show for the most part, we talk about the things that we enjoy. We don't really stop a mud hole in too many things. I think maybe it's time we start discussing the shit that goes wrong. <laughs>
0: we'll see we could have something yeah maybe that. Uh,
2: i think people might want to hear a little bit more about that shit that doesn't go right so
0: but on that note we are going to pick hangman page as the
2: oh absolutely yeah hey hey man hey man page they played it out all year maybe a little bit into last year quite frankly they made us feel horrible for this guy everything he had to overcome everything that he had to fight all the obstacles he went and had a baby that's not easy to become a champion after having a baby he got his figure back right away though so he looks good but it was a great storyline it played out for a year and it deserves to be storyline of the year
0: yeah actually kind of thought about Becky Lynch. That's pretty impressive. Like with The shape she's in. Are I mean, you kidding me? She looks yeah. fantastic. Almost
2: yeah. almost, almost like her husband, boyfriend, whatever he is now, Seth Rollins runs a CrossFit gym.
0: Yeah, they, apparently they, they work out <laughs> together, I guess. <laughs> but on that note, Hangman Page, storyline of the year, folks. And thanks for stopping in.
3: We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs that is FOUR the number is 82 designs 482 designs you can find them on facebook by looking up FOUR82designs at FOUR82designs on instagram and if you want to email them Go to four82 at designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs.
0: First off, if the light years look better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality.
3: Nice, and those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing, and luckily we'll be getting some more in hopefully before we start selling them to fans, but that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Fans, welcome to Working Fans Podcast. We have a special interview for you tonight. We are interviewing author Vinny Barry. Fans, tonight we welcome a very special guest. You know him when we talked to him last year about his book, Lance by Chance. This year, he's back with a new book, The Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1. We are here with the great Vinny Barry. Vinny, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having
0: me on. Vinny, like I said, like Joe said, one of the last times we talked to you, you know, you were in the thick of it with Lance by Chance. The book was just coming out. How was that experience overall for you?
1: You know, that experience was really, really well. It was my first book, first time to write a book, first time to, you know, produce it and market it. And, you know, we did, we did really well. We did so well that my wife gave me the green light for number two.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it was, it was definitely a learning process, but, you know, coming out and doing, you know, podcasts such as yours and, I've gone to some live shows, you know, after the restrictions lifted a little bit, went out some live shows and still there's people out there that haven't heard of it. But I was talking to a guy in California that he heard of the book, but he didn't know it was me. He's going to have me on his show for the new book. And I asked him if he had heard of this one and or the Lance book. And he said that he did, but he didn't, he didn't put, put two and two together. And so, you know, there's still people finding out about it, but you know, it, it's it's good. I I just have a feeling that it it's gonna, you know, it's it's still moving. You know, it, I'm still selling copies of it too. So you know, just not
3: not like I was in the very beginning. But yeah,
1: it's it's still moving out the door.
3: Now, what lessons did you learn from the book? Like, what did you take away from that whole process of writing, marketing, and selling the book?
1: Well. You have to be on top of it. You know, I mean, you have to, it it can't be, you know, it's like a full time job. You know, I mean, you, you have to do A, B, and C, and D. You know, you, there's a lot of following through with it. You know, I've learned that formatting a book sucks and it's not as easy as people make it out to be. You know, I've had, you know, some people help me with that process, but you know, I, I love writing, you know, and I've, I've been writing for, well, my a long time. I mean, since I was a kid, right? It's just now I'm putting my my work out there. So you know, it's uh, one thing that I've learned is to slow. You know, I've 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 really had to kind of slow the process. Like last year, I got the books, lance books. Next day, I'm marketing. Right, I'm. This year, I got the books. I waited about two or three weeks before I started that process. You know, so I got things in order you know and and i have to watch myself i have to kind of slow my roll a little bit but i want to i want to everything yeah everything i'm like that with everything if it's ice cream dude i'm like you
3: know the book is out and you just want to start selling it you want to see reactions you want to hear people and we get that through the podcast we'll put an interview out and like the next day we want opinions we want likes yeah and sometimes you just have to market it you got to sit with it almost like a good soup, and let it really season itself. And at the right time, it'll pop off like it should.
0: It's almost like the old wrestlers, you know. They always say, "Slow it down in the ring, right?" <laughs> Slow it right. down, right? It's kind of like it's a great life lesson. I feel like sometimes, right? Just yes. let's not let's ease into this. <laughs> right, you're right. It is. It is a good life lesson. I just,
1: I'm still working on it, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I promise. <laughs> now,
3: I was messaging you when I heard the Lance book get brought up on the Booking the Territory podcast, and Lance Peterson was even saying that he read the book. And to me, that was wild to think that somebody that we talked to that we knew that wrote a book got to see it on that big a podcast platform. It. It must've been good for you to see that too and get that recognition.
1: You, you know what, what I, I liked is that I was skeptical of those guys to read the book. Cause yep. I know, I know, you know, the websites or the Facebook pages that they, I guess, favor or visit in and I visit them too, uh, but super I, I know Lance. Yeah. They're, they're super critical of Lance and, They know, you know, it's like those Facebook pages know everything about the Von Ericks, you know, and so whatever you put out, they're going to either argue or debate or whatever. And you know what? They they appreciated the book and they thought I was spot on with a lot of stuff. And, you know, I mean, that was the whole idea, right? I mean, I didn't want to put out something that people were going to, you know, I mean, it's. It wasn't just one person telling me the story. You know, I verified, you know, I talked to about 11 people, you know, the Youngbloods, Mark Lawrence, David Manning. He was a really, really good source. And, you know, Steve Casey, a bunch of people. And so, you know, when we got this thing, all this information together and put it out there, you know, if I had three people saying one car was blue and one car was red and one car was, you know, that car was green. I didn't write about that car, if you know what I'm saying. I just took that story out because if it didn't match up, but if two people said it was blue and one guy said it was like a light gray, you know, we went with it, you know, and that, that was the whole premise of the the book, you know, and I got conflicting stories left and right. And there are stuff I wanted to write about. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable writing about this because I don't want to put out BS. And, you know, people who've read the book, they're pretty you know a lot of people are surprised by the book and i was very proud of the book and if you if you want the the lance von eric book it's at lancebychance.com and you can still get a signed copy by lance von eric himself
0: there you go hey wait, actually, actually yeah. one more question that this is maybe about that book and your current book the wrestling vault i'm just kind of curious because you had mentioned covid did that end up given you any issues or anything you had to deal with with either book you know because the timing and everything in the middle there
3: yeah it hit right in the middle between the books
0: well i think because of covid i
1: i was able to finish the book mm. you, you know because i had like about six or seven weeks that i was stuck you know and and i mm couldn't go to work, you know. So, you know, I just told my wife, I said, you know what, I'm just going to write this book. And I pretty much finished it before I went back to work. And then we're just cleaning it all summer. You know, I just sending it to somebody else and reading it somebody else. And we're just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. So we did that process all summer, but it was pretty much written before I went back to work. So that Two months off from work really, really helped. Going to live events, you know, that that was a problem because, you know, I wanted to get out in the public and, you know, amongst our people, right? You know, amongst re- wrestling fans because when you go to a wrestling show, that's where they're all at. So, you know, I wanted to get out there and, you know, I, I was able to do that a little bit this year. I went to about, I think, four or five, four or five wrestling events. Nice. But I, I've i got to drive, you know, I mean, I'm, I live on the bottom of the state of Texas, so you know San Antonio is about three and a half, four hours. You know Corpus Christi is about two and a half hours. Dallas is about eight hours. You know it's wow. It's not it's not an easy drive for me, and they have some shows down here where I am, but they're, you know, few and far between.
3: Yeah, now Vinny, I don't want to cut you off about that Lance by Chance book, but I've had the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume One book for. I'd say a couple weeks now. And I told you second day I got it that I could not put it down. 35 short stories in this book. You got three stories from NWA champions, Tim Storm, Harley Race, Mike Rapata, five NWA junior heavyweight champions, Eric Andrews, Mr. USA, Chase Owens, Ricky Morton, Barrett Brown. There, there's so much to say about this book. But you sweeten the pot so much more when every book comes with a surprise signature from one of 11 wrestlers featured. How are you doing this, bud? You went all out for this. And this book, this should be in everybody's Christmas stocking this Christmas, in my opinion. It is so good to, when you get a wrestling book, you usually get one story. In this, you get a bunch of different stories, a bunch of different viewpoints. I love it. How did you decide to write
1: this book? Well, I, I appreciate you complimenting it the way that you did. I'm I'm really proud of this book. I was I was, I felt good about putting it together as I was doing it. this wasn't the book I was gonna do. I'm not gonna tell the whole story because. But but I wanted to write a, a story about different promotions across the United States that were affected by COVID, right? But I was okay. talking to my my friend John Paul LeBlanc who. All, you know, most of the pictures in the book belong to him. He's a photographer in the Gulf Coast of the country here, and he said, "Well, you should take that story idea and do it down here in, you know, the Gulf Coast." And you know, the story just kind of stalled. It was, it just really wasn't going anywhere. And I decided to take the stories from my website, put them in the book. John was, is, you know, said, told me to. Put the pictures in the book, so you know it was kind of. He wanted to put Gulf Coast in the title, and I felt like if we did that, it was going to pigeonhole the book and it was going to mislead some people, you know. Because there were some people I was talking to when I told them, "Oh yeah, it's called Gulf Coast," and da da da, and they were like, "Oh man, yeah," because I want to learn more about this guy and that guy and this guy and that guy, and I was like, "Hey, those guys aren't in the book." <laughs> So, we kind of had a postponement and we changed the title. We called it the Pro Wrestling Vault and we put 35 short stories in there. We went through, I went through his pictures. I selected what I wanted to put in there. I got lost going through his pictures. He has over 10,000 pictures. I mean, there is can...
3: a great picture section in this book, there's a variety of promotions. It's, I remember you had asked me what I thought about the picture section and I was just checking it out that night. But the more I look at it, the more it's nice that you have stories, pictures, you really give a face to the stories you're telling and some of the promotions you're talking about.
1: And the pictures themselves, because I'm a, I'm a photographer myself. I'm a photojournalist.
3: You know, I tell stories
1: with pictures every single day, you know, so when I was putting those pictures in, you know those those pictures were talking to me you know i mean i was you know i look at those pictures and i i I see the story of the night you know or you know some of the the pages have you know two pages some of the events there's like russell cades there's a couple big wrestling events that have two pages you know you go through there and you see everybody who's on there or who was there and pretty neat you know i was talking to another fella the other night What he liked about those pictures was he was going online and going back to 2016, 2014, whatever, to see who else was on those cards. And he was like, man, you know, these were amazing events, you know. And so, you know, he thought it was like a reference, like the book was a reference book, you know. I mean, you've got these stories. What's really beautiful about this book, which I really didn't see until down the line, is that these stories, a lot of these stories were taken from two thousand and seventeen. And what happened in two thousand and seventeen or two thousand what was it? Two thousand eighteen? Two thousand seventeen, yeah. It was the NWA was sold. Oh. So okay. there's an interview with Tim Storm in here right before he right before he lost the title to Nick Aldous. And there's a interview in here with Bruce Thorpe a few months after he sold the company to Billy Corrigan. So you know, it chronicles the NWA really well. A lot of people, NWA fans, like the book because on the there's a lot of pages that that kind of honor former world champions. You know, you've got the Jazzes in here, John Saxton, the junior heavyweight champion. There's a picture of him, Rob Conway. You know, Tim Storm, and I, I tried to do that because I was fortunate enough for my friend to cover a lot of these events and cover a lot of these, these athletes. And so, you know, it was all there putting this, all this stuff together. That's why we wanted to call it the pro wrestling vault, because, you know, until you open it, you don't know what's in it, you know, and the surprise autograph is just a bonus, you know, because who am I going to get when I open the book, you know, whoa, man, CW Anderson, you know, or, you know, Damian Wayne, Tim storm, you know, it's, it's pretty neat deal.
3: Yeah, do you want to give us a quick list of the names of possible people that could be featured in the books?
1: Yeah, if I if my memory serves me right, right? Give I know us it's as uh, many
3: as you can cuz I got a follow-up okay. question to this as well. All right. Well, we got
1: Bobby Fulton, Tim Storm, Damian Wayne, CW Anderson, Josh Lewis, Drop Dead, Dale Wild, Mr. USA,
3: and that's about 8. But there's That's five not more. Bad. I got the Tim Storm autograph and I was over the moon about it. Now, you got volume 1 in that title. That implies a volume 2 is that already <laughs> on the horizon or are I'm you thinking that up? I think volume 2 is going to be
1: it should be out about this time next year. I'm already working on it and it's about halfway. I've got some uh stories that I'm still writing for that so you know that's always you know finding time to do that and put it together but i've already started inserting the stories selecting pictures and it's probably 85 percent written i've got like three or four stories to write for that and two or two might be a little lengthy
3: and that's good because having it that far in advance you got all that time to edit and really give your time yourself time to get the book ready
1: absolutely
3: yeah now Vinny, i gotta ask Give us the hard sell on this book. Let us know. Let the people know why they need it in their stocking this Christmas.
1: Well, I think it's a treat. I, I I like the I like this book for for this reason. And and you know what? It's not just one person. You know, I've I've gotten so many compliments about this book. Is like they're telling me they like the book so much because. It's not the same old wrestling book that they're seeing. You know, I didn't recreate the wheel here. You know, compilation books have been forever, right? But I haven't seen one in in wrestling for a while. And when I, I was putting this book together, it was like, what, what is it that I want to see? Well, you know, and this is, hey, if you're, if you commute, if you ride on a bus back and forth to work, you can read two or three of these stories get off the bus, go to work, come back, read two or three more of the stories, get lost in the pictures. You know, the who's who of wrestling is in this book. There's pictures of almost anybody you can think of. And I think the interview of Bill Dundee that is in this is in this I book, read
3: that today and that was so good. There's there's so much knowledge in that short interview. That it doesn't feel like a short two page thing. Like, I feel like I listened to him talk for minutes about his honest opinions on the business.
1: Probably one of the best interviews I've conducted in my 20 year career of interviewing people. Probably.
3: That's amazing. Now, Vinny, let the people know where they can buy the book and let us know anything else we need to know before we let you go for the night.
1: All right. Well, you can get the book and order the book at
3: lancebychance.com.
1: Every book comes with a surprise signature that is until supplies last. Also, too, I don't know if I mentioned Bobby Fulton. Yeah, I did. I did mention Bobby Fulton, but Bobby Fulton's in there. Chris Michaels is in there as well. Tim Storm. And that's there's a Chris Michaels right there, if you can see. There's Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne, a guy's been wrestling for 20 years, been a three-time national NWA champion. The dude is is tougher than a two dollar steak and great dude and i'm gonna have him on my podcast here probably probably after the turn of the year but he was really really appreciative to be a part of this project he wanted to you know he was so thrilled that i wanted to put him in the book josh lewis was thrilled that i want to put him in the book and what i think people are going to get when they they read this book is they're going to get a little piece of everybody you know chas taylor Chaz Taylor shares a story with about, I'm sorry. Uh, Taylor. Well, he talks about his dad, Tugboat Taylor, but he also talks about Owen Hart and he talks about oh. how that affected him. And, you know, Sir Mo tells the story about how he helped Nelson, who was Mabel, you know, live on a straight life and how, you know, how they wanted to help other people, you know, avoid life of crime and, and stuff like that, you know, and so, you know, I think people are, are going to get a little bit of each of these people that are featured in the book. They're going to walk away like they felt like they they know these guys a little bit better. And they're going to see all these different pictures and, and discover a lot of wrestlers on the independent scene that have been grinding it out on the independent scene for years that haven't got the exposure that They they really deserve, you know, and one of my I was talking to somebody else and they were saying, yeah, I'm I'm, the people I didn't know. I was going online. I was looking at them and I was looking at them on YouTube. And I've been hearing that, you know, they're like, wow, you're you're writing about people that nobody else writes about. And that's that those are the compliments that they're giving me, you know, that I guess they're glad to see other wrestlers out there get a little spotlight on them, you know, And, and I'm glad to do it because it, you know i love wrestling so much I, i'm not able to do it right so i respect the fact that these people can and i, I think they deserve their time in the sun as well
3: 100 percent. now we all do it for our love of the business vinny thank you for joining us and everybody go out to wrestleville.com and buy the pro wrestling vault